You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 56 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today, as always, are Vicki Stokes. Hello. And Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Good. Very well. First things first, iPhone 6. Anyone yeah. have one? I hope no. to have one by the end of the day today. Did you do the pre-order this day, getting up at midnight? I... Wait, I sort of overslept, which is sort of unusual for me. I normally wake up around five thirty when that would have been the time that they were uh, that I could have ordered it on the West Coast, and I slept an hour late, so that's the reason why it's delayed. Um, it was supposed to be the thirteenth or something like that, so it bumped up a little sooner. So well, I have the iPhone five, so I'm not really that ex- that upset, but. You have a 5 or a 5S? I have the iPhone 5. Oh, boy. So you're doing a big jump. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. It's only... Really? It's only really, you, know, you go 5 and then 6 and like that's a huge... Well, it's two years, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and technology, well, I, that's, that's, that's a big leap. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to pre-order because I wanted to hold them in my hands. I wanted to see what it felt like. Well, I got the case first. And I, I figured if the case felt really too big to hold it, then then I would cancel the order. And but the case was perfectly fine for me. Um, it's not that big. It's it's bigger, much bigger than I'm used to. But I think the screen is going to be just beautiful. And mm-hmm. I think I use my iPhone more often um, if it has more real estate. You know. <laughs> right. I think the i the i the six plus is perfect for that person who can't afford to have a phone and an iPad, I think that's the perfect solution. Well, I, I have the iPad mini, which is probably not, not that much smaller than, yeah. was bigger was, than, yeah. The plus was just too big for me. I went to the Apple store the, 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 the Tuesday after the phones were were released, and it was it was still a zoo, but at least I got to touch the phones. Yeah. And I yeah. went to the local AT&T store, and I had to wait half an hour to see somebody. It was mobbed. So what I did this week is I've been calling all these local... I've got like a whole bunch of AT&T stores around me. So I called them. Nobody had any in stock except for the 16 gig. And it either had them in stock or you could get them the next day. And finally, I said, you know, the heck with this. I'm just going to order it. It's going to be a whole lot easier. So Thursday went over. I ordered the phone through the next plan. So I'm giving that one a try. And I'm off contract now, and I switched to the mobile share plan. What is the next plan? Rather than, okay, normally in the past, you would I would go to the store, and I'd spend $299 for my phone on the contract. And then I would have the, uh, the monthly payments, the contract price for my phone. I have the old, old plan where I paid for 700 minutes, and then I paid extra for texting, uh, and I paid extra for data. With the next plan... It was $749 for the phone because I got the 64 gig Space Gray iPhone 6. And rather than hand them $749, I'm going to be paying $31.25 a month over 18 months. Hmm. And then what I can do at the end of the 18 months, I can either keep the phone or I can trade it into them and get money towards a new phone. Hmm. Or... If I want to go um, trade it in prior to having it paid off, I can give it back to them and get a new phone and start my payments all over again. Mm-hmm. So basically, the way that the way the contracts work is, you might get the subsidized price of two hundred ninety nine dollars or one hundred ninety nine dollars or even fifty dollars if it's a different phone, and they get you in that contract and you're paying for that phone through your contract. But the problem is, you're continuing to pay for that phone well after you've paid it off. Where this way, I have a $31.25 fee in my bill each month, but once I've paid the phone, that fee gets taken away. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Just, so it's almost like it's almost like leasing, except the difference is at the end of the lease of the phone, I get to keep it. I, I just don't like con- uh, contracts, you know. Um, so I just bought my phone, paid the outrageous amount of money for it. Um, right. Well, that's the way the next is. It's not a contract. Yeah. So the good thing is, if I ever said, well, see, there's five. Yeah, but I'm thinking plan. about leaving. Um, well, exactly. Yeah. That's the I'm, thing. I, I, I don't want to stay. I'm going to sprint, but I, w- I will never go back to at and and um, I wanted to go back to Verizon, but Verizon's pro- their plan and their costs were just higher than everybody's. And they're, like, they're not worth it, you know. Or maybe if they, they, they get better, I'll move over to Verizon. But, and T-Mobile is not an option, so I'm stuck with Sprint for a while. Um, but the rest of my family wants to leave Sprint because it's, it's not very good in terms of coverage for where, they're li- where they live. So it's right. fine for me. So Right. Yeah. Well... There's five of us on the plan, so mm-hmm. I really can't leave AT&T until everybody is out of contract. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to save us, if I did the math correctly, which I had, it, I went over it like three times with three different people, and I did the math, this should save us about $80 a month. Mm-hmm. And we went from having just under six gigabytes of data to 10. So I hope it works out that way. And the other thing that irritates me is that AT&T doubled their data starting at 15. So people who were paying for 15 gigs of family share data mm-hmm. now get 30 gigs. Wow. People who get paid for 20 got 40 and so on. I said, what about us, the people like us who only get 10? Yeah. You couldn't throw us a bone and make it 12 or 15? Yeah. yeah. I, I used to have unlimited. Then I realized I really didn't need it. I was just throwing money away. I don't remember what I have now. It's probably like 20 gig or something like that. Um, but it knocked down the price of my my um, monthly bill tremendously. Um, yes. Yeah. So we'll see. So my phone should arrive, they said, in about two weeks. Probably sooner. And then the only reason why I got it is I'm coming from a 5S that I just bought in Jan- in, uh, not January, I bought it in December, is that my husband is still using a 3GS. And he can only go as far. Yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) you don't know what I went through, Suze, to get him to take that 3GS. I I bought my I bought my uh, my Apple or my iPhone 4S. I was in the Apple Store. I'm buying the 4S, and I said to him, and I was upgrading for my own 3GS. And I called him from the store, and I said, "Guess what? The 3GS is free. You're not going to be able to use your phone anymore because." I'm bringing home a, a 3GS for you because he was go- using those flip phones, the razors, mm-hmm, yeah. and he kept breaking them. <laughs> and I one. said, "You're getting an iPhone now." And he, oh, okay. Yeah, and he sister- wasn't really too happy with me, yeah. and I'm showing him how to use it. Yeah. He wasn't happy with me, but once he got used to it, he was fine. Yeah. So then I'd say to him, "Guess what? You're you're eligible for an upgrade." I don't yeah. want an upgrade. Blah blah blah. And then he comes to me a few weeks ago, and he goes, "I think I need a new phone. Mine only goes to iOS six, and I can't do my fantasy football on there." Because it requires iOS 7. Mm-hmm. That's why he wants a new phone. Yeah. My sister just recently upgraded from 4S to the 5S when it, when it came out. And I was telling her to wait because I'm going to get the 6. And she could have gotten the 5. Well, he's going to get she upgraded from, a- I think she upgraded for free, though, because she had that 4 for so long. Yeah. Well, he's going to get mine. I'm just going to pick up a yeah. new SIM card. Yeah. And I'll wipe out my i5, 5S and put all his stuff on it and mm-hmm. he'll be happy because he can access because all the apps he has on there are fantasy is fantasy football and baseball and sports yeah. and basketball and a dunkin donuts card you know, <laughs> dunkin his, <laughs> his dunkin donuts app so he can get well, his he coffee. knows what he likes yeah that, that's all he's got <laughs> well my, my nephew is going to get my old iphone 5 um he already has a phone that he loves so he's probably just going to use it to, for apps and games you know so, so did everybody download ios 8 yeah. What do we think? Oh man, I think it's well on my iPad three. There are some issues because I never had a problem with my iPad three. Um, I swear to God, Apple does this to make us upgrade every two years. But my iPad three's been around for a little while. But um, there's a couple of issues. Number one, it randomly just reboots itself. So if I'm updating a series of apps, not usually one or two. It's like if I, so I don't select update all any longer. I usually update them individually. But then it locks up and it just goes to black screen and then a white apple and it reboots itself. Same thing if I'm doing Safari. 
Um, the other thing that I found out is that handoff, which sounded really cool, um, no longer uh, is supported on older devices. So the iPad 3 won't support handoff, which once Yosemite comes out, that's going to be really handy as far as being able to, you know, do something on your iPhone or iPad and then pick it up on your desktop. So just be aware of, you know, if you don't, if you can't use handoff and you're on an iPad 3, that's why you won't see it in this settings uh, also, function. Al- and also make sure Bluetooth is on. Yeah. Yes. Because I couldn't get mine to work yeah. and couldn't figure out why. And it was because Bluetooth was off. Mm-hmm. Bluetooth and some people were saying that if it doesn't work to uh, put AirDrop on to select everyone on AirDrop and it should work. Hmm. Oh, okay. So that was I, I, it's, But as far as oh, I was going to say, as far as uh, shock value is, I was sitting there with my iPad and all of a sudden a phone call came through on my iPad. I'm like, what? It's not FaceTime? It freaked me out for a minute because I didn't know that. So that that was really neat. I like yeah. the fact that even though I have a Wi-Fi only. Um, iPhone, my husband could call me and I was upstairs and my phone was downstairs and it came through on my iPad. So that was really cool. Yeah, that happened, to, first- me, that happened to me on my because uh, I had Yosemite for some, and iOS 8 for some time, because uh, I was running the betas on, on both. And it, it, I just was at work and then all of a sudden my my Mac started the phone call noise that you get. And um, Sort of the same ringtone, I think, that we, you have a Skype. Um, and I was like, this is weird. What's going on with my, something's wrong with my computer. <laughs> and then it's an incoming call. And then my iPhone started ringing. I said, oh, my God, I can answer from both. It was just it just really freaked me out. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> this is just like, and then I kept I trying to ask people it. to call me so that I could simulate this <laughs> Yeah, it takes a little getting used to because I had my iPad and my iPhone on the table next to me and my son called and I answered the phone and then as soon as I said hello, my iPad started ringing uh, and he said, you have a face, you had a FaceTime yeah. message and I'm like, I said, are you FaceTiming me at the same time? <laughs> and I hung up on him on the phone and then realized, oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah. I can get a phone call now. Yeah. But then when I hung up on him, I couldn't answer it on the iPad. It just disconnected him completely. One of the conveniences is if you have your iPhone in your purse or something, you can't quickly get to it. You can just answer it on your your computer if you're sitting right in front of it. So, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That was that's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a little well, jarring a- the first time that happens. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I really I, I like the way they tweak the camera a bit. Uh, it does, now does time lapse. I don't know how many people will actually do time lapse, but. Yeah. I like the fact that they now have the exposure and um, focus reticules on the screen. So you can move them around and it will change the exposure. Camera Plus had that for quite some time. And that's why I always love Camera Plus. And then uh, Camera Pro had it. So other apps have had that. And I was really happy that Apple uh, implemented that. That makes me very, very happy to do that. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than when you're trying to take a picture and a photograph and you have a challenging uh, you know lighting situation so I was I was pretty happy about that mm. I, I don't like that there's no more camera roll but that's supposed to be coming it, back I heard yes that'll come back you know that that really didn't bother me that bad I like the fact that you know, if you delete pictures accidentally, because I, I usually go through and I delete, and then I think, oh shoot, why did I delete that? And if I haven't, up, usually I'm not, I'm good about you know, you know, putting them on a backup disk first. But sometimes if I'm right there, I'll just say, oh, that didn't come out good. But then I thought, well, maybe I could use that for something else. But now you have, I think it's what 30 days, Vicky. Yeah, it, it goes into a deleted image mm-hmm. on right. the, you it know, so if you go to your, if you have iCloud put on, yeah, you have to have iCloud. But if you if you select that, you can go into your uh, iCloud, and then there's deleted photos. So that's what, mm-hmm. and it actually has a timer on it, so it tells you, you know, you have 22 days before it's deleted forever off your device. Well, it's in, in other words, you can use albums. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in your albums. Like I'm looking at one that yeah. says recently added and recently deleted, and you know, 13 days. So I know that in 13 days, this picture will be gone. 
Yeah, you can hide the photo. In essence, that's what you're doing it for 30 days. So you can just clean it up and just look for only the things yeah. you really want. No, I, I really like that. They also, um, the editing controls are really much, much better. You know, before it was such a joke. I never edited anything uh, on my iPhone using the, the camera roll. So mm-hmm. now, for instance, if you go into camera roll and you select edit, you can crop. And I love the crop feature because it has a basically a scroll wheel. So you can also tilt and you can rotate your uh, image but it's really nice that if you want to straighten out your image, you can. You know, sometimes, especially what's called a keystoning effect. If you take, if you look up and you take a photograph of a really tall building, it's the perspective is always a little off. You can kind of straighten that out with this app, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then um, they now have color controls, light controls, and black and white, which I love because with the light, if you select light, <clears throat> excuse me, you can just darken areas just ever so slightly or lighten them. I think they did a really nice job with that. And I think they did a nice job with the black and white controls. They have uh, all sorts of um, you know, filters as well. So no, I, I like what they did. I think they did a really nice job with the editing feature. And that needed to be done. You know, They were really kind of behind the times on that. What do you think about the timer and, on, uh, that they added to the camera app so you can like they give you three or ten seconds. I like the timer. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I like that, Vicki. I'm not a real selfie person, Mm -hmm. you know. I I just usually do my selfies without using a timer. But I I think that's really nice, especially if you um, have like a glyph. A glyph is this wonderful little holder for the iPhone. And what I like about it, you don't have to have a case or you can have a case with it. And it has a universal tripod uh, mount on it. So if you have a... Uh, gorilla pod or you have a tripod you can put your phone on on the um, tripod and then you can you know take a picture of you and your you know significant other which is great that is I think is wonderful having that timer yeah then also you have that burst mode that you can use so they can take multiple pictures and you can select which one you want from the uh, that one frustrates me and I'll tell you why because you know it used to be and I love that feature and I really wish Apple would change that, that you could select burst mode if you want it, because it used to be that you could basically um, recompense your, your um, composition. When you were taking a picture, if you held down, you know, the shutter button, it wouldn't, t- it, until you released it, so you could get exactly how you wanted. You could move it, your, you know, your phone around until you got the composition you wanted. Now it's just bursting, you know, with photos. So yeah. it took me a while. I didn't know it did, it did that. And I'm like, 50 photos just for holding down the <laughs> button? And I realized what they had done. And I really missed that feature because I loved, loved that feature. I mm. loved the fact that you could hold the shutter down and you didn't take the photograph until you got everything the way you wanted it. I, like I said, I think the editing is really nice. And, you know, I have to say that slow-mo, slow-mo, if any of you haven't used that, haven't. of course, that's been out for a while. Yeah. That is really fun. Yeah. That is really a cool feature. I, out of all, I'm not a video person, but I do like slow-mo. <laughs> Time-lapse, I probably won't use this often, but I should probably experiment with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now, what do you think of the extensions? Love especially, them. especially in photos. I noticed Snap Snapseed is not in there yet. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I wonder if and it will be. What upsets me, Elisa, about Snapseed is, you know, is when Google bought them. Um, I think I mentioned this on a prior podcast that Snapseed for iOS is no longer supported. I was able to migrate that over onto my new iMac, thank goodness, because I really love Snapseed. I, that's the one app I use all the time. They haven't had an update for a while to Snapseed, and I'm just hoping they don't let it go by the wayside because there's so many uh, iPhoneographers out there that absolutely love Snapseed. It's it's one of the best apps in the App Store. I really wish, if anything, Apple would buy it and just continue to update it. But, of course, they won't because Google has it. But I'm just it saddens me to think that Snapseed might go by the wayside because it's just such a fabulous app. And I agree. That with the photo extensions, it's great to be able to take a photograph and open immediately into, you know, Camera Plus. I love the extension feature. That's one of my favorite things of the update. Yeah. What about the keyboard yeah. extensions where you can actually change, if you have a keyboard app, you can set um, it to be your default keyboard. You guys aware of that? 
Oh yeah, I've got. Yeah. I'm just looking at them right now. Yeah. I have got. Um, see, sometimes this works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. When you hold on to the little world icon to bring up the different keyboards, mm-hmm. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Okay, so I've got Flexi and Swift Key. Swift key is like swipe where you can just swipe your finger across to get the words. Yeah. Sometimes I get it to work, sometimes I don't. So I've been I've been pretty much using the one that comes with Apple. Yeah. Yeah, I'm used and, to it. And it, yeah. it, it works it, it works pretty well though. Yeah. I, and it yeah. does a really good job of predicting what my next word might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just inconsistent uh, when you just use the regular Apple one because sometimes it'll pop up and give you choices. You you go into another app and it doesn't. It's a different feature. It doesn't have that, um, you know, the options. You know, where you can click and select. It's sort of an Android kind of thing. They've had that for a while, though. Well, one thing I like about it is when if you're typing something, whether it's an email or or a text, and you're typing "wheel" as in "we will go," W E apostrophe L L. Sometimes it will autocorrect. Sometimes it won't. But maybe you mean well. Yeah. So well, well, what I like about that is well, you're well when you're or like ill or aisle, I L L or I apostrophe L L. I like it when you start typing that. It gives you an option of both, so you can just click the one that you want and move yeah, on. Yeah. So that I like. Yeah, that's 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 something that I noticed on Android phones a long time ago. That I was like, why the hell don't we have it? You know, because it, that's really <laughs> convenient. Yeah. Especially when you're doing texting like- and stuff like that. I like the predictive text. I've well, been having, yeah, I that's, really, that's it, yeah. Yeah. I don't like it if it's going to, you know, like on, on a Mac, that, that you'll start typing and that word will pop in. And if you don't hit the space or do something, uh, it will just take that option instead of what you should actually type. That drives me batty. I don't like that. I, I know actually, what I want to type. <laughs> if, you, if you go ahead and you... You, if you look at it, Vicky, when you you'll see the word over on the left in like little um, print, uh, quotation marks. Oh, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about on the Mac. Mac has that. You are typing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's sort of. Yeah, I, I, I want to turn it off, and I know you can. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. I'm lazy. The predictive <laughs> typing. Yeah, you the can turn it typing. off. You, you can, can do it. it. You can do it right there within the within the keyboard. Yeah. Just hit that little world icon, no, and it no. will come up. And sh- what are you talking about on the map? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. talking about on the map. I said, it's oh, a below a world icon. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about on the Mac. I hate it. You know, I don't mind on a on a iPhone or an iPad because they're smaller. You know, you got a small keyboard, so you want to type less. You know, um, so yeah, I just don't. I don't. I know they're trying to make things all seamless and things work the same on both environments, but sometimes it's not necessary. Um, when you have a bigger screen, a bigger keyboard um, to use. Well, I usually, for my keyboards, I always have a French keyboard. I, of course, I have emoji, and you know, I have the English uh, keyboard. So, you know, I I tend to go back and forth a lot because it's just a pain when you're writing French words or something, um, and you know, it's constantly trying to uh, change them. The other thing is what I like. I wish I had added a little bit more. I had to tell one of the Apple guys, he had no idea, and it's been around for a long time with Apple, that if you just, on the phone or the iPad, if you just hold down, mm-hmm. say, for instance, an E, like my last name, up comes the international keyboard, you know, so. You trade, you really told me about that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I love, love it, it and too. And he didn't know it. I said, really? Yeah. Because, you know, when I went in for my appointment, um, they said, oh, are you Suze? And I said, it's Suze. And he said, oh. And he said, how do you spell it? And I told him. And he said, oh, that's why, because, you know, they didn't have the accent. And I said, I know. He said, it's really hard to do. I said, no, it's not. I said, just t- tap and hold the E. And he, w- he was like, really? I said, and you're an Apple person? <laughs> they don't know everything. You don't know that? <laughs> and he said, well, he was funny. He said, well, I'm not the genius. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. He, he had a good sense of humor. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? Like, that's one other thing that I, I, I don't know if you mentioned. Uh, related to the camera that you can actually hide a picture instead of deleting it all you have to do is just yeah. tap the picture and hold it with your finger and then the option to hide the photo will pop up 
well, that's nice, you know, to hide if so you're letting you don't want to delete it. Yeah. Your camera. Yeah. And you don't want them to mm-hmm. see some, you know, photos. Yeah. Oh, that's I true. That's, that's another thing that you you don't want certain people to see pictures. of. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you don't want people to see pictures of your or if your niece or nephew. You, you don't have permissions to show those to yeah. just anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think that's a nice feature as well. Yeah. But I love the extensions. You know, I love being um, being able to put something into Evernote right away. Just, you know, I don't have to get out of the app. I can just, um, you know, save it to Evernote. That's been really, I've been really thrilled over mm-hmm. over that. Or getting your passwords from 1Password without yes. having to go through the web browser through 1Password. Oh, God, isn't that ridiculous? That was just like, I didn't use it on, the, on those devices because of that. Yeah, this, mm-hmm. is, this is a lot easier when you're dealing with, with passwords. Yep, yep. It's much nicer. Now, did either of you try the Apple Podcast app? No. Okay. <laughs> I despised it when it first came out. It was just so horrible. But I said, I'm going to give it a second chance because I used Downcast and I just bought Overcast. Overcast doesn't do video, so I've been using Downcast for video and Overcast for audio. But I said, let me give, let me give the podcast app a chance. What I do like about it is that it has those, um, it has the different speeds, which, as you know, I like to listen. I don't listen at one speed. I listen at usually one and a half speed, sometimes two if it's a slow talker. That part is good. That's all I can say about the podcast. It syncs with whatever you have in iTunes as far as the number of podcasts. So if you listen to 20 different podcasts on iTunes, those 20 will show up on your iOS device. However, they are not in alphabetical order. They're just in random order. Like the first couple are in all kinds of order, and then all of a sudden the rest turn into alphabetical order. I've got them open right now on my phone and my iPad. They're not the same podcasts. Hmm. For example, um, I've got Three Geeky Ladies on my phone, and it's showing the last episode, episode 55. On my iPad, it's showing episode 55, 48, 39, 38, and 30. Mm-hmm. Just random. But pod, but podcast, that app, Lisa, uh, there's always been complaints about it. I don't mm-hmm. think it's ever gotten very good reviews no, in the app store. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have show art. They just, a lot of them. They just, it's just like they felt they had to have an app. You don't have yeah. to have one. Yeah, a lot of al- there's a lot of uh, podcasts that don't have album art. I noticed there's one podcast that downloaded yesterday it's on my iDevices but it still hasn't downloaded on iTunes on my Mac Mm. see this is what bothers me about Apple is they put bloatware I really hate when they put bloatware Mm -hmm. you know if I want to download stocks I'll download it if I want to download passbook I'll download it Mm -hmm. tips tips is ridiculous I had to shut that right off but it ticks me off that I have to have them on my you know I have to have them in a folder that's you know I, I don't pay any attention to I just those should be an option. I wish they wouldn't add those. Right. Because if no other reason, it's taking up space. Yeah. That might be a total of 100 megabytes for all we know. Exactly. That's you know, taking up space that yep. you could be using for something that you chose to download. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, they're not making us do GarageBand or Pages. Nope. The option nope. is there. You want it? Great. Grab it. I just don't like when they throw that stuff at you. And I'm not, I haven't made up my mind about the health app yet. I really haven't. I've looked at it a couple times. But again, if I want to put all that sensitive information in something, then I will choose to download that. You know, I just, I just hate the fact you can't delete it off your phone. Right. You know, you have to put it in a, uh, a, a folder that, you know, I just put junk. That's what I yeah. do. The I only just, thing I have in the health app is my emergency contact. You know, just in case something happens to me and the police or EMS find my yeah, phone. Yeah, you can put that on you your... No, I've, I've got my emergency contact information. Yeah, you can enable it so that when you lock the screen, uh, yeah. unlock, uh, when you lock the screen, it'll show, emer- you click on emergency and then uh, right. then you're able to select medical ID and your information can pop up and show you right. what, yeah. So that I filled out for, you know, just in case. Yeah, I did that But the too. rest of it is empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does it does count your steps, but it's not accurate for me because I don't carry, you know, men carry their phones in their pockets. I carry mine from room to room. It's on a table. You know, if I go upstairs, I pick up the phone. It's in my hand. I get up, like say, into my bedroom if I'm going to be doing some cleaning. I put the phone on my dresser. I'm and not no walking man, around. No man should be holding. No man. 
or woman should be putting their phone in their pocket. Trust me on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only my, time. My five ass went into the toilet because of that. So never again will relate. ever go in Mine a pocket. hit the ground in the, t- in the, in the bathroom. As, yeah. the, only time the, screen. Goes in my, the only time my phone goes in my back pocket is if my hands are full. Mine was not up. even in the back pocket. It was in the side pocket. Yeah. I put yeah. it in my back pocket if I'm going up and down the stairs and my hand is full. Then once I once I yeah. put down whatever's in my hand, then I take it immediately exactly. out of the pocket because exactly. it would definitely end up or, or, or the washing machine. You know, you forget you had so it in I your have pocket. To say, though, for Apple to make it as airtight as it did, because it still worked, I could still make phone calls. I could still use my camera. You know, like I told you guys, the only thing that didn't, I, my battery obviously shorted out a little bit because it was draining battery. But the gyroscope and the accelerometer didn't work. But if it wasn't for the battery, I could have really lived without my accelerometer. It would have been a little pain, you know, not to be able to flip things to landscape mode. But I was really impressed that it didn't just toast my phone. That's really uh, a lot to be said, you know, for Apple and the way they designed that phone. So I was happy. I think it's something that I don't like on my Mac. It's okay on the phone. It's the notification banners for alerts. Oh, but you can shut those off. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't I, mind. I I just hate it, and and, and you know it's only because I have a MacBook Air, not a very big screen, and it blocks part of my browser sometimes or what application I'm working on, and I'm trying to move it and, and around, and the banners don't go away. They sit there for a while. I'm like, why you don't you close them? You can. Yeah, close them if out. you click on some of them, they'll open up another window. And, I don't feel like doing, dealing with it. Some of them you can close, but like notifications from Facebook and crap like that, which I don't want anyway, uh, it'll, if you click on them, it'll open up. And I just don't need the notifications on my, my Mac. I don't mind them on my iPhone. Um, no, I don't mind yeah, them on my phone. Yeah. Because I select the ones I want to be notified. You know, yeah, about, yeah, I do. Right? Yeah, that's just like to news. Uh, Agencies because I want to see something about an article or something like ESPN that. ESPN for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to know my Patriots. Not anymore. Well, no, the Patriots. Patriots are uh, I just, I just do football, too. Yeah, I just do baseball. and It's a good time for Vicky, but not for you and I. Yeah, the Giants are doing quite well. <laughs> yeah. That's what my husband's rooting for. I said, now that the Yankees are out of it, who are you rooting for? He goes, probably the Giants. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't really care. Heavy sigh. <laughs> I just can't believe this baseball's over. It's like, it just started. Now it's over. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, yeah, I will say, though, that I like, I always like, you know, my weather. You know, I like to see my weather. And I have probably eight or nine locations because, you know, I have, I have my sons and, you know, our families and everything. So anyway, when the iOS 8 update came I always liked it because if you tapped on it it would show you the humidity in your area you know and the wind speed and blah 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 so I thought they had gotten rid of it I was livid oh my god I was so upset so finally I dumb dumb me I googled it because I thought what happened to my all my humidity readings and everything well actually it's turned into a more robust weather app so uh, instead of Yahoo now they have definitely um, they've gone over to the weather channel and you just scroll down. And I never even scrolled down on it. And then when I scrolled down, I thought, oh, my gosh, it has, you know, it has a little blurb on the, today's weather. And then it has, you know, the chance of rain, the humidity. So everything, the pressure, the visibility, even the UV index. So actually, it's a definitely uh, a better weather app. So I'm very happy about the weather. I did the same thing, Suzanne. Uh, I, I said, what happened it? to the humidity? What happened? I'm like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Nothing's happening. I'm tapping, no. tapping. Me too. I'm like, oh well, my god, what happened? I never yeah. use a weather app because I know what the weather's going to be. Oh, here we go. It's always the same. It's you know? always nice. It's paradise. Yeah. Okay. It's not, not nice. Hot, it's going to be 94 degrees. I don't consider that to be nice. And no it's, rain. And we're in a drought. Oh, yeah. So. You know, when, we, when I was in Oregon a few weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. I was really excited because, you know, I lived there and I grew up there and I wanted to show my husband, you know, the coast and Crater Lake and we mm-hmm. stayed with my friends and we had a great time. But when we went down the coast, it was beautiful. But once we headed over to Crater Lake, they had southern fires, um, excuse yeah. me, southern Oregon fires. And it was thick and you could, it really obliterated the lake. It just really hazed it out. And then when we went up to see my friend, we stayed with her uh, for a few days and they had an Estacada fire, which is the town where 
I grew up and uh, it was like six miles from her and it was just terrible. I mean, I brought my husband up to the Piddick Mansion in Portland and you couldn't even see Mount Hood. I mean, it was just, wow. they are, it's a tender box. Oregon is just a tender box. And I think California is the same. It's really uh, disconcerting, Vicki. I can't yeah, believe no. how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, Water uh, rationing is actually hitting my little small town. We, we normally don't you know pay attention to that kind of stuff. But now we, we can't water our grass unless we're at home to monitor it. Um, and you can only water a certain period of time. You get caught and get fined. You also get, get pay a higher rate if you use too much water. Yeah. It's, That's it's how crazy. Dallas is. Yeah. Dallas, yeah. we, you know, living in the desert, you know, um, it was nice in Arizona because, you know, you live in a dry environment, but you don't have a grass lawn usually, you know, mm-hmm. so your water usage is, is pretty low. Yeah. But in Dallas, we have, we're on, um, some places can't even water their lawn, but we are twice weekly, you know, that we can water our lawn without getting fined or, a higher Twice water bill. a week, my God! Mm-hmm. I'm grass. Well, you guys get rain every now and then. Yeah, we had rain the other day. Yeah, Actually, it was a yeah. microburst. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, there's one thing: the east gets a lot of rain. The east isn't in a drought lately, from what I hear. Not, not us. We haven't had rain in three months. Really? Mm, that's for the most part. I mean, it's kind of drizzly right now, mm-hmm. but it's not rain, rain. Yeah. No real yeah. rain. We haven't since June. We really haven't had a good drenching rain. Mm. Wow. And then you have that the, the big bank. Did you see the walruses that have no ice? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah there's a big bank of wal- walruses that, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. it's, this whole climatic change is pretty scary. Was it walruses? Yeah, it was walruses, yeah. yeah. It's walruses, yeah. yeah. Mm. So what do you think of messages? Messages. There's something in messages that I really like. When I like the, I, 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 go ahead. I'll go, I'll go into my usage you know, settings, you know, in the settings and you see how much your different apps are using and yeah, messages like will be, you know, 500 megabytes. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I got to get rid of some of these pictures. And so you'd have to go back, scroll, 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 mm-hmm. scroll, find, find a message with a picture, delete. Now all you do is find a person that you, you're communicating with, hit on the details. And when you scroll up on that person's name, all the attachments that you have either sent to that person or sent to you are all shown in one spot. So right now I'm looking at like 15 pictures from my son. And then what you do is if you want to delete something, you hold hold the the picture. Oops. If you just hold it, it will come up delete. So you just delete the picture. Or if you hit the more button, what it will do is put those little circles next to every single picture. Mm -hmm. And you can just click all the pictures you want to delete. Boom, gone. Yeah. One fell swoop. Oh, I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One so fell swoop. Or, yeah. That's pretty convenient. Yeah. Or you can save the image first if you if it's a picture that you want to save and then delete them, which yeah. I wouldn't do because normally if my kids send me a picture that I want to keep, I save it to my camera roll right away. Yeah. yeah. And if it's something that I sent them, I already have the picture. Yeah. So that's a great way of being able to save space on your on your phone. I like messages. It's so much easier. Oh, I like the ability to be able to forward awesome. a, to forward text to other people. That's pretty cool. Um, instead of you know, sometimes you don't want that person to be in a conversation with the other person. You just mm-hmm. want to, you know, them to know, be aware of something. You know, so you just want to forward that what you just wrote or what that other person just wrote, so that you, they can see it. Um, also, I like that you can mute. Uh, text from certain people because I have people that will start texting me and they just won't stop texting. <laughs> you know, they, and I'm, not, I'm no longer interested in watching, listening, reading it at that moment and I don't want to hear the beep, beep, beep but I do want my other note, hear my other notifications so you can mute that or, and, well, if I do not disturb uh, and they can still continue texting you and you can, you'll see it later but you won't get the notification. Right. Oh, but if you do want to know uh, to know when somebody texts you, you can get a notification for when they finally respond back to your text, and that is really convenient. I generally go pick up someone from the airport, and I just go to the airport a little bit early, and I just drive around until they come out. And sometimes I have a friend who just refused to call; she wants to text, and I don't always know when the text comes in. So I, you can actually have a notification from that person when that person texts you back that um, you get a notification and you can, you know, I can just uh, use one of Siri's new features, which is 
hey Siri, could you read my text messages to me? And she, uh, it'll read that new text message that just came in. Now, where is that? I know you can do that with your mail. Where is that on messages? Um, because like if but, you and I were having a conversation and I really needed to get you know response from your email, I can check a notification button to make sure that I'm you know let me let me try to pull it that I uh, get your is it in the isn't I don't see it within messages is it in settings no 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 um it's it is it maybe I'm kind of I don't know how to do it uh they also have on that same thing um you can choose to have your messages delete on their own after 30 days or one year. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. Which I don't. Yeah. I always keep mine forever. I figured I'll decide when to. Oh, you know what? To. You're right. It's an email. She emails me. She doesn't text me. If she texts yeah. me, I would have gotten an alert and gone, okay, I got to just message. She just, she emails. She does not text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she may not have it on her plan. Yeah. And no, I, think, yeah. I think they did a great job with Siri because, you know, I, I love Shazam. I'm always in some place where I'll think. I like oh. Soundhound. <laughs> oh, but um, you know, I love it that you can just say Siri, who's you know who's who is this? Who's playing this song? And yeah, she tells you that was awesome. I, and, I did too. Yeah, and I like the fact that if you plug her in, like the other night, this was funny. I fooled my husband. I plugged in my phone, and we were sitting there reading in bed, and I said, "Hey Siri," and she's like, "Yes, Suze." <laughs> I said, yeah. Siri, what, what's the weather going to be tomorrow? Yeah. And, he, and he said, she's just listening. I said, yeah, that's why you have to have her plugged in because you'd be going through battery. But yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I see, love it. That, that's what I do. I, when I come home, I put my uh, iPhone on my, my dock and it's in my bedroom. And sometimes I, I lay in the bed and I'm watching TV and then I have to get up and pick up the phone and go, hey, <laughs> Siri, wake me up at 630 in the morning. Now I can just lay on the bed and go, hey, Siri, could you could you wake me up at 630 a.m.? <laughs> but you know, there's another thing. If you think about it, unless you have an alarm system, but say, for instance, you found, you know, you could hear you heard something in the middle of the night. You know, you can just go, hey, Siri, you know, call 911. Oh, that would be convenient. Yeah. If it would do that. Well, well, that's not something we're going to test out. I was just going to do it. <laughs> oh, no. Or you can say, call, call, hey, Siri, call 411. Oh, yeah. You want to see if it'll yeah. do it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to do 911. Yeah. Siri, call 411. Calling 411. Yep. Yep, yeah. it does work. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there. Yeah. We're good. Can see oh, the police show- still I can see. That's what I mean. I can see the police showing up at your door in five minutes. <laughs> no, I no. It's Dallas. It would take them a while. <laughs> now, have either of you noticed that as soon as you upgraded to iOS eight, the sound of your devices got louder without you doing anything? No. Mm-mm. No, Does I he- didn't. Because you know what I did is I turned off that setting. Um, I think it's in accessibility. It's. Um, it, it does the background noise, phone, phone noise cancellation that reduces the ambient noise on the phone calls. And sometimes it's very hard for me to hear. So I, I shut that off. That no, was not, on. Not that. Um, I play two word puzzle games with my husband. I play letterpress and I play Abble Dabble. And they're both uh, word games. And I noticed that one time I was putting, a, you know, I, I have the settings in both games so that you can hear as you're putting the puzzle pieces on the board. You can hear a click. Or if I shuffle, you can hear the shuffling noise. And when I put the letters on, it's almost like explosion. It's so loud. And I said, oh, let me let me lower the volume of the iPad. It was already down to halfway. Incredibly louder. I find everything is louder, which, which, which I like, because I'd rather have it too loud and turn it down than have it all the way up and not be able to hear. Hmm. I, but I, I noticed everything got louder. I, I don't know if I even listen to it audio other than in my car so hmm. yeah and then the other thing I noticed and maybe maybe I'm missing something is it used to be you can instigate an iCloud backup on your own without plugging it in and I can't find a way of doing that anymore you via Wi-Fi yeah yours doesn't work what I don't know what you mean 
If you went to, I always have a hard time finding. It. I think if you went to settings. Oh yeah, yeah. iCloud was it? Well, iCloud? it has to actually have find your um, iTunes. No, it used to be if you did not have your phone yeah. plugged in. If you're I just holding the phone in your hand, you mm-hmm. know, you're in your you're in your kitchen and you realize yeah. that maybe you haven't plugged it in in a week, you want to do a backup. Yeah. There was just a setting you could go into. And yeah, under general. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, what, and did your Wi-Fi sync. It may be having difficulties finding your iTunes if your, no, your, your computer not, is, if your computer is shut down because it's still Wi-Fi. It connects to your iTunes on your computer. Right, but that wasn't it. That's syncing okay. to your computer. That's syncing no, no, all your no. apps and stuff. This was a specific Wi-Fi. This was a specific iCloud. And if I remember correctly, it was under Usage iCloud Manage Storage, and mine is opening. Mm-hmm. And then if you scrolled up at the bottom, it said back up now mm. that's gone yeah. it's not there anymore and then the other setting that isn't there anymore is someone on the my mac internal mailing list asked the other day if there was a way of limiting the number of messages that the mail app displays because it used to i think it gave you like 10 20 50 100 mm-hmm. i think were the the limits of how many messages you wanted showing at one time on your mail app. Yeah. And that's no longer there. Hmm. That setting. What do you guys think about the in- being able to just swipe to delete on in the inbox? Well, you oh, I I like I like that. Yeah. Well, that's how you did it before. Yeah. No. Um not Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just now you can archive it or flag it when you go to or if you swipe properly, you can swipe without hitting yeah. the trash. You can just swipe it and it's gone. It's really no well, different think, to me. No, no. That's, that's new. That's not something that was uh, previous. Swipe no, to that's delete? Mm-hmm. Swipe to delete. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it's not, it, it's, has been around for... Really? Yeah. No, that's new. Well, you, you select the... Uh, uh, you're looking at the header and you swipe across with your finger right that's always been there not always been there no the different the di- maybe maybe i'm maybe we're not understanding you there's a way of doing it now where you can swipe and it completely deletes without you doing anything is that what you mean yes okay yes before it was if you swiped you hit the delete button yeah what you're saying is if you swipe it, it automatically goes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yes. That part is new, but I find that when I swipe all the way over, it doesn't always delete. Sometimes the delete button still shows up, mm-hmm. but which, you, you know, is not a deal. Have you, have you guys tried the, when you're, you're in a, your mail app and mm-hmm. you can pose in the email and say you want to see something in the inbox, you can actually go to the header of that, that draft, slide it down to the bottom. You can see the inbox, and it'll stay minimized at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I saw you post yeah. that from our show notes. Yeah, and I tried it immediately. I said, "That is cool." That is so cool. Yeah, because I still yeah, have the, I still right. have the draft down here that I was working on. That's yeah. what I remembered. Yeah, because in, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. in the past, you'd have to save it as a draft if you wanted to look at your email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that part is good. I also yeah. saw that was cool if you're using Safari. And you click in the lower right-hand corner that opens the part that opens all the pages on your iDevice. If you scroll up a little bit, it will show you all the open tabs on your other iDevices and your Mac. Say it again. If you're what? in Safari, okay. So say you're in uh-huh. Safari on yeah. your phone. Oh, it's it's been it's always done that. Oh, has it? Because I never really use Safari. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if you have iCloud, oh yeah, because I used to always go and access my iPad, uh, whatever I had open on my iPad. Oh, okay, because right now I'm looking at my phone, and at the bottom it says Elisa's iPad yep. and all the ones that are open and Elisa's MacBook Pro. But could you delete from there? Um, you, can, you can delete. Now Now I'm on no, my phone. I don't think... I can yeah, delete I, on my iPad. I can't delete from my MacBook Pro yet, but from no, my iPad. You couldn't, you, know, you couldn't delete them, but I used to always use that because that's an iCloud function. So all you mm-hmm. had to do is when you're in Safari is go up to your, you know, your iCloud, and you'd have all your... You just 
get out of it and you can see all your um, things you have open. Of course, I have gazillions open yeah. on both. Yeah. Okay, well, so I know Thank you, Apple. Sorry. Thank you for not putting a limit on all the websites yeah. I can have open. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I don't use Safari too often, but at least now if you're on your phone and there's something on your iPad and you want to delete it, you can just delete that tab. Yeah, that yep. is good. Yep. Vicki, uh, can you yeah, go back yeah. to that little tip you had? I didn't under quite, I didn't quite okay. understand that. Let's say you're in, e- uh, you're in mail and you're writing an email. Right. And you say you want to look at something in your inbox or a new email comes into your inbox. Well, you, what you want to do is, is you click at the very top where you see new message. Yeah. And then scroll to slide it down to the bottom. Oh, sweet. Isn't it, isn't it cool? It's so, oh, it's so intuitive, too. You should be able to just move something out of the way like that. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. that's awesome! Thank you. Because you know, normally I have to, you know, save it as a draft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We save it as a draft, oh. put it aside, read the email, go back and get it. And most of the time, I forget about the draft and I have like a million drafts aside. Uh, and yeah. I start a new email of the same draft. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the now we were talking about FaceTime, and I I will tell you, I do miss having the favorites, recents, and contacts. I do miss that in FaceTime. I you don't have that it. anymore. I never use FaceTime, so. Yeah, we usually really? use we usually use Skype. No, yeah. my husband. Well, it's my Skype husband. Depending on how bad the Wi-Fi is in Europe or Asia, we always use FaceTime. But if it's really bad, we'll go on Skype. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. You're right. It just says video and audio. Yeah. Yeah. I missed that because it was really great having all the favorites and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Huh. They changed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do you guys think about the battery usage thing? Well, um, my battery still stinks. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the battery, the app. Oh, uh, oh, in, oh, in right. settings where it, it sort yeah, of I breaks like things yeah. down much better than before. Yeah. Before. yeah. It does. And you and can you know, look and see what's the most recent thing uh, that's using mo- most, most of the, the what's using my battery is the locking feature. The home and lock screen. <laughs> the home and lock screen. Yeah. Mine shows 31%. Yeah. Yeah, in the last twenty four hours, so much thirty one percent, and then twenty six percent over the last seven days. Yeah, and then so what I like about it is that you got a new app on your your phone, and you don't realize that's the one that's eating up all your battery, and you can just get rid of that thing if you're no longer using it. Just delete it, you know, and it can save you some battery life. One other, the other thing that's nice too is like uh, my phone over the last seven days, it says low signal underneath. Mm-hmm. So it lets you know that wherever you were talking didn't have a very good signal. Oh, okay. That's good to know, too. Or if you're doing something with background activity, we'll say underneath the name of the app, that mm-hmm. it's working in the background. Like yeah. photos, it says background activity. Yeah. See, yeah. The, for me, Safari uses 52% <gasps> of my battery. Wow. 52. See, my, lock screens, my lock screen and everything is 15%, but 52% on, um, wow. on Safari. I, I don't use Safari at all. Maybe it's because I have a gazillion pages. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the right. <laughs> but you know, um, the other thing was maps. I, you know, the only thing I wish that Apple would do better with maps is traffic. Google Maps, I think, is much better, at least in Dallas, because we have terrible traffic here, like any major city. And in the Metroplex, when you have to go to Plano or something, you need to know the best way to go because there, it's usually red almost all the time on Google Maps. And I noticed that Apple, it's not, it's just not well done and it's not bold. You know, when you go into Google Maps, you can see blocked traffic because, you know, it's definitely a thick red line. Um, but I do like, the, some things I do like in uh, Maps are the flyovers. I hope they add more cities to that. Yeah. And I'm looking now actually at Maps and I have it on traffic and that's that is actually a little bit better. It's still not bold bold. They have yellow and they have red. I'm I'm looking at that. But it's if you compare it to Google, Google's just a solid line. For some reason they just have dotted lines. But and I, I like the fact that um they integrate it so you know if you're at a location that you know you can um airdrop that to somebody, which is really nice. Mm. Or message it, you know. I think I think you could message it before, but now you can airdrop it. Hmm. Oh, cool. Have you guys used the credit card scanner in Safari? No, no. So um, 
the how it works is that you're trying to purchase something using the browser, you have the option of uh, using, you know, uh, for instance, if you stored them, um, your credit cards on your Mac, for instance, you have access to all of those those cards through Safari, you know, uh, also on your iPhone. So it, that's across all your iOS devices too. But if you don't have that card stored, you can use it, um, um, the option of scanning it. So you click take that option and you use, and it uses your camera to take a picture of the credit card and it grabs all that information. Only thing you would probably have to enter manually will be the security code on the back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty convenient. That's good because, you know, our bank has been doing that for a while. It's great. Not, remember when we had to go on a Saturday morning to, you know, cash checks and stuff to put them in the bank? That was such a pain, you know. Now and you I can take a picture of it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I know, you know. Which reminds me, we, I got a check. I need to scan. <laughs> Send on my desk. Been doing that for a while, and I'm really happy they're finally doing the credit cards. Yeah. Especially for those like, especially for like those one cent things that people send you in the mail a five dollar check or something. Say your grandma, your grandma sent you your five dollar birthday check. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of the credit card. I know this is a little off topic, but what do you think of the Apple Pay? I don't know yet. I don't know how easy it's going to be. How easy am I going to be able to go in the store? And will I still need to be my credit cards because that store may not use Apple Pay or have? uh, I don't understand how. I I don't want. I want to just leave the credit cards at home forever, but I'm afraid that I go out somewhere and they just won't take my credit card. It's yeah, going to be the larger stores. See, what I'm wondering is, I don't put my credit card on iTunes. I just use gift cards on the chance that if it ever gets hacked, the worst they're going to get is $25 in iTunes credit because I just buy the small increments, and then when I need it, I just buy another card. So if I put my credit card on iTunes to use for Apple Pay, does that mean my credit card is now available for purchases on iTunes, or is there going to be somewhere separate? That my credit card specifically is for Apple Pay only. Well, I think that for iTunes, you're still going to have to enter some card. I, I do. I, I use a. I buy uh, uh, the gift cards. The yeah, but I think that's, that's that has nothing to do with Apple Pay. Apple Pay, like I think it's going to be <clears throat> when you're at a retail store. Right, but I mean, I think I, from what I understand, you have to put, enter something into iTunes. Really? It's going to go through. I thought iTunes. it was going through Passport. Passbook, that is. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, I thought it was all through no. iTunes. I could be no. wrong. No. Mm-mm. Because I thought, number one, I don't want my credit card on iTunes as far as making purchases through iTunes. No, I think it's going to store the information in Passbook, but it's going to okay. be encrypted. And, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be able to. Okay. And then the second thing it. is I go to Macy's, I buy something for $100, I pay with Apple Pay. And then I need to bring something back. Are they able to put that money back onto my account? Yeah, I think it's just your yeah. information is stored. I mean, in like, Apple how Pay. is that going to work? Because they're not going to have. Is it some? Is it is it going to be just the opposite where they scan the item and they say, okay, click your phone toward you know toward the um, the terminal. I think it's and your, then the money will toward, will go back toward my phone. You know what I mean? Like a, the backward transaction. Yeah, that, that, it'll be the same way you use a regular credit card. It's just storing your information on the phone. It's going to behave the same way. The banks are already involved in this. I know Wells Fargo is already sending a notice out saying, yeah, that they're, they're part of Apple Pay. Um, it's, just, it's just how your information is stored on the phone. It, instead of you pulling out a credit card, it's going to scan and that information is going to come transmit um, supposedly uh, encrypted. Uh, it's not, it's not going to be plain text. Um, between your phone and their reading device, a card reading See, device. I think, uh, yeah, I think with Vicky, I, yeah. I think it's really more secure because if you think right now, like Chase, which is our bank, just got hacked. You know, they yeah. said that I don't there's think a, they could, a breach. I don't think yeah, they I just, could. I just take, wouldn't change my password. Yeah, because yeah, somebody so, could, could be, be a man in the middle and just grab that data if it's not encrypted. It has to be encrypted. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so every they're going to have an encrypted code for every transaction you have. So, yeah. you know, if anything, I think that's going to be more secure to pay with Apple Pay. And I like the fact you can pay with your Touch ID. You know, I think yeah. that's really great, too. Well, no, that I think sense. my concern is because they're giving me a unique <clears throat> one-time use number when I go to the store and buy something and I have to return it, 
that number is gone, and they don't, and the store does not have a copy of that number. How no, does it? How does that return go because back? Because you'd on- sti- but you'd still have a receipt. I would imagine you would still have a receipt. You know, because oh, many times, because many times now, you know, I I'll go somewhere and they'll say, "Do you want me to email you a receipt?" And I said, "Yeah," or text it to me. So that I get text receipts, which I like. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would imagine that if you pay with that, you'll get a receipt, and then you just if you have to go back to the store, you've got your receipt. So they'll just yeah, it'll it, 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 still be the code. same process. It's just yeah. how they get, read the information for your credit card. It's going to be different. I mean, it's something I'm definitely interested in. Yeah. I just, I just, it's just more secure not carrying around credit cards. Yeah. yeah. Actually, my husband, when he came home from work yesterday, he owns a small business. I mean, I don't think he can ever do Apple Pay because it's just a very small mom and pop business. Mm-hmm. But he already got a phone call from someone trying to sell him something in relation to Apple Pay. Wow. Yeah. He's like, tell me again what this is all about. I said, <laughs> don't. I said, call your credit card company, talk to them about terminal. Because I also understand that. Is it October of 2015 that all stores now have to have something in their terminals for that um, well, little, little chip? Yeah, yeah, and you know when we're in Europe, I'll tell you something. That is, this is this is sometimes living here. We're so just, behind. Oh gosh, <laughs> we have decades. We have decades yeah, we're behind. We're in France, okay? So we're in France. Mike, my, my husband, and I are going to get gas. It won't accept our credit card because it only accepts with a chip, and it, it's a secure feature. So. My husband said, this is ridiculous, you know, Suze, when we get home, we have to get a credit card with a chip. So we got one. And, you know, that it just makes so much more sense. And I noticed what was interesting is that, you know, normally you use it in the regular way um, within most places. But Walmart actually has a um, insert for the chip cards. And you don't have to sign it or anything. Basically, you just, you know, put it in and out and it's, it's more secure. And, you know, we should have had this, with all the breaches that the U.S. has gone through with all the banks and everything, we should have had this years ago. There's no reason not to have a chip and a credit card. You know, we're lagging so far behind. Well, some of the stuff has to do with encryption and um, all kinds of stuff that, um, you know, the U.S. government gets involved in. And Yeah, because it's been around in Europe. I mean, they all have, you know, chip cards. and. I don't know. I think banks are very slow to do things, um, and it, and we are very slow to change. So they're not going to jump on something unless we are willing to use it. So, well, yeah. I think I, I mean if they, I mean you have to use a chip card. I mean the thing is, is it's a credit card. So you know it's it's basically a cost to the bank, and the banks just hate spending money. That's right. On, exactly. You know. Yeah. They'll they'll spend. They have they have well, they, all this but not, It's actually they don't really care because they pass the cost over to us. But yeah. it's are we going to adopt it? That's the issue. You know, all of that. Even Apple Pay. That technology has been in the Android phones for some time, but people have not been using it. You know, you see you see terminals where you can just place your card on top of it if you, those are the ones like you said with the chip they've been they've been around for a very long time and um i've never i don't seen one. i've never seen anybody use it i've never seen one it's you'll see it has this little it has to i don't know how to even describe it um what you mean the credit card with the chip no not the credit card with the script that there's a little thing where you can place your card on top of this pay thing and it will oh, scan and get all your information yeah. you don't have to give them the card it just you yeah. set it on top of the uh thing and it reads your information off that it's a chip on the card that it reads the information from yeah and you've, you've been able to get those cards for the longest but most people don't have it they don't ask for it i would get one if my bank said hey we got this feature do you want to use it i probably would say yeah sure if it's not gonna cost me any money <laughs> yeah but it's never been offered to me so well, well, next year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I guess October. I think I read. Well, what what I like about all like would be uh, Apple Pay. It's like with PayPal. You know, um, we're going to be going to Germany for um, um, six weeks. Both leaving at the end of this month. Um, I'm going to be accompanying my husband. He's on a trip. And what's nice about like PayPal is that if we did a wire transfer a couple years ago when we stayed in France you know we gave them a deposit for the for an apartment and you know it was just it was complicated it wasn't as easy as you think it was just doing this wire transfer with a French bank but 
this German woman just says, you know, she'll use PayPal. And that's so convenient because basically she just says, okay, we want this, I want this for deposit. I go into PayPal and she's paid. And I think if anything, like with Apple Pay, that's just going to make global transactions more seamless. You know, it's like there's some, um, there's an artist, I really love her work and I, uh, in Australia. And, um, you know, to try to, you know, figure out the exchange rate and, you know, how much I have to pay her. It would have been so much, it would be so much easier, like if she accepted Apple Pay or even PayPal, you know. So I think that becoming a little more seamless would be really nice, you know, because we are very much becoming a, you know, a global community. So is there anything else you'd like to add about iOS 8? There are so many more features we haven't even gone into on this podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, for, for right now, I like it. I just don't like the way it's making my iPad 3 behave. But I really like it on my iPhone, very much so. Yeah, yeah. So maybe next time, Vicki, you and I can report back about the iPhone 6. Yeah, that would be cool. Did you get the 6 or the 6 Plus? 6 Plus. Okay, and I, get, I got the Vicky. 6. It's Vicki. What do you think she Sorry. got? Sorry. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Dumb question. Dumb question. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she doesn't right. know me at that all. That was a dumb question. <laughs> I should know my sister better than that. That's right. <laughs> well, we can report back on how we think it's working, and especially with Yosemite being released, probably by the time we, we record next time, and Yosemite maybe, will and be I, released. And, and the iPads really, uh, keynote should be, the new iPads mm-hmm. should be. Yeah, because the last we heard, October 16th. Yay! will be the next one. And I'm guessing that once the keynote is finished, they will be releasing Yosemite. Though yeah. I will wait. I'm not going to do it right away. I already have it. So we'll be ready to talk about it. And Sister Suzanne will be getting the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> to go well, along with her brand new iMac. Yeah, I like my <laughs> iMac, actually. The only thing, I had to bring it in. And they had to do a diagnostic on it. Because I think I told you. Uh, they thought it was a corrupted hard drive, but it wasn't. Everything turned out okay, but for some reason, I tried to. It randomly shut down, and when I tried to start it up, uh, it it wouldn't let me go to the dock. So you know, I unplugged it and waited 15 minutes. I reset the print, the PRAM. I did all of that, and no avail. So Apple, I called Apple Care, and she had me put in recovery mode, and we I had to erase everything. Do you know how upsetting that was to erase everything on my new iMac? And then I backed it up from a time machine backup. But knock on wood, it's been okay. So maybe it was just a, a weird little thing that happened. I don't know. But I'm hoping Yosemite, you know, plays nice with it. That's all. I'm enjoying Yosemite. Yeah, it'll be nice to see how it works with iOS 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, listeners, we've come to the end of our show. Please uh, let us know what you like or dislike about iOS 8. You can reach us in our Google Plus community on Facebook through Twitter, email, and you can find all that contact information at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. We would love to hear from you. We really, we thrive on your feedback. We like to have, you know, iTunes reviews, comments through Twitter and so forth. And we want this to be the show that you want to hear. So please get in touch with us and let us know what you think. So I'd like to say thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. video games well check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network there's club nintendo club playstation club xbox and club steam whether you love mario love halo love crash bandicoot or just love some good old-fashioned pc gaming make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network these shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing what uh, new stories are on that platform this week and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. Ooh.